Anybody else wants to come with me, this moment will be the moment of something real and fun and inspiring. And we will do it together. Hello and welcome to Cruising Together, the show that is real, the show that is fun, the show that is inspiring. And we will do it together. I am Greg Shegel, and I am a host of this program. I am Chris Jeruso, and I am also a host of this program. And what is this program, Chris? Hit us with it. What are we doing? We're talking about Tom Cruise movies. In what order? Chronologically, we, we talked about them. Movie Which by movie. Movies? episode movies? by Every movie that Tom Cruise has been in. Every single Tom Cruise movie. Since the beginning movie. of his career. From the first one. Episode by episode. And we're all caught up. In, uh, and we're, we're, we're today, we're going to talk about... I feel like this is what you usually say. Well, this is good. This is like a, t- yeah. a, a simple twist. The newest twist. movie. The newest theatrical release is The Mummy. The Mummy. Which is they're using to launch the Universal Dark Universe. Yes. Yes, indeed. There was a Dark Universe logo. Yeah. At the start of this movie. Yeah. That struck me as odd. Uh, yes, we're talking about The Mummy, the latest Tom Cruise movie. And as we often do, we have... I mean, we've done... This is now episode 41. Proper episode 41. I think there's only been two or three that haven't had a third chair. That's right. A third component. Are you saying... I'm talking about... There are only three episodes where it is a, a sandwich with no filling. This yeah. sandwich has a filling. The mummy sandwich has a filling. And what a delicious filling it is. It's a great... Here's, a, here's what's so good about this filling. This is a filling that we should have had on a very long time ago. A dear friend. Uh-huh. A dear... A genuine dear friend. But this filling is in such high demand in all parameters of life. Particularly parental parameters. He's a responsible parental is part of what's happening. He is a loving husband and father. A loving husband. He is a professional. I've just given away the gender. A, you really have. A, he's a professional in a profession that he has responsibilities to profess. Guy has a job. A real job. He's got a wife. A real wife. He's got a kid. A real kid. I don't know if they have pets. They might. But we can ask when we introduce our guest. I, I think we started to get a head shake. No. Oh, now it's but just now a, twir- it's in a circle. <laughs> it's a twirling head. Now, here's a little more backstory on our guest before we bring him in. Many years ago, Chris, I almost said our guest's name. That's how much he's in my mind. <laughs> he's in your mind so much. He's in my mind. He's, animat you, style. You almost said his name. Yeah, like animat style. Yeah. Yeah. You'd almost think he was sitting right in front of both of us. <laughs> It's almost like he's in the room. Yeah. Uh, many years ago, when we were all young, we would go out and watch comedy. And we, di- we, we called ourselves... Those were the days. Those were the, those were the days. We called ourselves the League of Comedy Nations. And this individual was a member of that organization. I remember. We used to go see comedy together. We, had no res- we didn't have a, a wife or a children or our jobs that we had to be responsible about. We had jobs, but we didn't have to be responsible about them. Well, I think one of us was married. He wasn't married yet. Yeah, I think he was. No, he wasn't. I think he was married when we went to go see Todd Berry's Icky. I don't think he was. No, I don't think he was. 
<laughs> Look at his face just now. I don't. Okay, I don't think he was married when that happened. I don't think he was married when we saw uh, Louis C.K.'s uh, filthy uh, talent show, filthy stupid talent show, whatever it's called, dirty stupid, dirty filthy talent show. If only we had some way of knowing what year he got married. Well, we're never gonna know. We can't. I mean, we could ask, but why would we? It just it just wouldn't be polite to go start searching the internet right now. Yeah, that would be rude. Yeah. Also, it would be crude. But we were the League of Comedy Nations. Yes. There yeah. was... There were four of us. It was four or five? Four. Five. Five. There was me. There was you. There was episode legend, Brian Smith, Smitty. There was episode A Few Good Men, Rob Lemon. And now, episode The Mummy... Our dear friend, who we've waited too long, and we're waiting even longer. <laughs> hey, we waited 41 episodes. What's another four minutes? Another four minutes is enough for uh, our guest to shake his head too much. Tim Smith, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. I've always wanted to be on the show, um, so much so that I waited right for this very moment. For The Mummy, the for movie the, you were most mummy. anticipating. Yes. Now, yes. Tim, you often have a number at the end of your name. I did not say that number. Should we say that number? Oh, you can say the number. You can say a number. It is, it is a special Smith number. Tim Smith 3 It's the magic number. 3 is the magic number. And I must point out, as I just realized right now, this is episode 41, 4 minus 1, 3. Oh. It's uh, a magic number. The universe. The universe. There yes. are three of us talking right here. It's true. I mean. Magic. We're about to make magic happen. Yeah. Three microphones. I would say zero turntables. There's magic <laughs> in movie making. There's magic. Is that a stretch. Look, there's magic in a little movie called The Mummy, mm. which is what we're going to do. I mean, that's that's ostensibly what we're going to talk about. Well, we're when gonna, we get to it, we're going to make some magic happen in a little segment called Recap Battle. Well, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. I'm not ready but, for that yet. But magic will happen because Tim Smith three. Yeah. Has not seen the movie The Mummy. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. It's a rare treat. When so our we guest have has to describe to him what the movie is. Yeah. And then we are going to create scenari- scenarios and scenes and characters and environments in his mind. Now, I, I have seen the movie Trailers. And that's good. So that's, I, I'm familiar. There's a movie called Trailers? Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you it's, haven't seen the movie Trailers? It's a sequel to Cars. It's, it's like, a, yeah. <laughs> Is Tom Cruise do? Does he do a voice in it? Of course, Why he haven't does. we covered that movie yet? Well, I've only seen an animatic of it. Okay, yeah. Well, send me a link. I'll send you a link to that animatic of trailers, the sequel to Cars. But Tim has seen the trailer to the Mummy. Yeah. Yes. But before we get to that, what year did you get married, Tim? That is a good question. Is it secret I, I don't information? Know. I don't if know. You don't I, want to reveal. No, it's not for even identity secret. Purposes. It's, it's like I don't know. Like it's so I'm long guess. ago. I'm going to guess. It was before the year 2000. I'm going to guess you're not worried at all. I'm going to say 2000. Hear this. Oh, no, I'm not. Because she knows. I don't know. <laughs> I always look to her. I say, what, what, when, what, how? I think it was, was before, I I think it was before 2000 because I was in the other apartment. And I, I moved in 2000. It, it was either 99. Or early 2000. Or at the very end of 99. Let's say very end of 99. Because 2000. Both of those choices are still 1999. I bought yes, that is you, you caught that. I bought a glass from uh, McDonald's that said two thousand on it. 
with Mickey Mouse, and I thought that was the coolest thing ever. I, I mean, and was, we were we were together, and I bought her one glass as well. So that's how I know, at least we were together, in the year two thousand. Yeah, Y two K. Yes. Where were you on Y two K? When I was at McDonald's buying glasses. On like at the moment when it struck midnight. Yeah, man. I was, you no, were at McDonald's where buying I glasses. I don't know where I was. I was on a New York street, probably in front of an abandoned building. And when when it was all sad. the lights it was in so the city, sad. when all the lights in the city went out, like how did you react? Like you were prepared. We all knew that was going to happen. Oh, so. at Y two K. Yeah, when yeah. They, when the when the world shut down because the the clocks turned. Yeah, the to computers zero, zero. just they couldn't. Yeah, everything totally shut. I remember when everything shut down. I took my shirt off. I peed my pants. And then everything came back on. And everybody was just looking at me. And I was like, I felt really oh, embarrassed. That's horrible, man. And I learned that so they just turned the lights off because they just wanted effect. Right. To make yeah. that. It was like no it was real. was a fake out? Yeah. It was no real energy loss. See, we, I was in Miami. We didn't get that effect. That was a, that was a special New York effect. Miami. Was Will Smith there? We played that song. <laughs> <laughs> so, Yes. Because we played that song. He was there. In spirit, you know? Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, of course. You remember that when we were in Miami, Chris? Yes. <laughs> Wait, where were you, Chris? He was also in Miami. And I was in Miami. You were in Miami? I was. We we rented this giant Winnebago <laughs> and drove. Oh, I remember that. Remember that? And who was the worst driver? You were the worst driver. Chris right? was the worst driver, yeah. hands down. <laughs> <laughs> he was an awful driver. It's okay. You made it. You know what? There is no good or bad if, you, if you're hey, walking away from it. You're alive. Who, who do we want to put behind the wheel at the most difficult section of the journey? We, we all vote unanimously for Chris? Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, I was asleep. You, you made it, though. You made it. Yeah. You're alive. Look, here's a story about driving. Here's a scary story about driving. I was driving uh, from Canada to the United States. There were three other people in the car. And you're in upstate New York, so you're sort of winding around the mountains up there. Two lanes around mountains. Mountains. A, a deer comes running into the street. Like, it's off to the side. One of the people in the car goes, hey, look, a deer. We're all looking at this deer. Not realizing that all the cars in front of us have stopped. And the person behind me says, hey, Greg. And I looked ahead and saw we were coming up on this car. And I just swerved into the next lane to avoid that car. It is a very good thing there was not a car immediately to my right because that is luck of the universe. We all would have been dead. So that's not as that's that's better than running into a toll if, booth, Chris. If you had been dead, whoa, whoa, wait! You ran into a toll booth. All right, <laughs> was the toll booth moving? <laughs> <laughs> was it stagnant? Was this like was yes, this I in one spot? And then you <laughs> everybody was like, "Hey, look, a toll booth!" And so every we all you looked. floored it. You floored we it. We all to catch looked, it. and then I got distracted. And then <laughs> I think Greg said, "Hey, Chris," and I looked ahead, and then I saw there was another toll booth just sitting there. So, here's what actually happened. I was willing to accept that story. That sounded great. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, we okay. were good. Magic. So, are you ready for a recap? <laughs> yeah, so, okay. Before we do the recap, I want to I set some ground, some ground uh, fodder, some ground soil. Before we plant this tree, let's plant some ground soil. I think that's the phrase. Yeah. Put, some, put some manure down. Yeah, we're going to drop some manure on this thing. Yeah. Sounds great. Now... Normally, the first question is, have you seen the movie, and when did you see it? So, Chris, when did you see the movie? How long before today did you see the movie? I saw it two days ago. All right. I saw it, I guess, two weeks ago, right? It came out two weeks ago. I saw it opening day, opening morning. 
Is that so, two weeks or one week? I feel like it's a week. Yeah, it's been. Uh, I feel like it's a week and a half. Oh, maybe it is. It is a week. It's a week. A week and a few days. I mean, you could say it was like today's like Monday. A, maybe it came out on a Thursday night. It came out. It came out. It comes out a Friday. So I saw it the Friday came out. So it's been a week and three days. So uh, ten days. It's fair. I went in. Here's a fun story about me going to see this movie. I go to a morning show because it's cheaper. And I bring my notebook to write notes because I won't remember half the stuff I saw. And they said, sir, you're going to have to check that in the door. We don't want you posting no, that no. on the Internet. As I'm leaving the theater, I'm getting on the escalator. There's a woman standing in front of the escalator. She goes, I saw you were taking notes. <laughs> and then, okay. and then, and then what? Very observant. what did I you said, say to that? I said, yeah, yeah, I was. She goes, are you a movie reviewer? I said, oh, no. Uh, I do a podcast about Tom Cruise movies, so I just want to make sure I remember what I saw. I think that's. I would have just said yes because that's yeah, what we are. The New York way is to lie. I would argue. <laughs> <laughs> you lie about everything. You lie. You say yes. Uh, buy me dinner, and I can discuss more movie uh, stuff. This you was get not. What you can I, out of I mean, for what it's worth, this was not somebody I wanted to have dinner with. Oh, well, that's true. Was I, wasn't, like, I wasn't there. I don't know who you... This was, again, this, so. this is a 10.30 a.m. movie. I was I was slightly confused because so I thought... Just imagine who's there. I thought Tim I thought Tim was accusing you of being a liar. No, he was saying... No, he was directing you. Yeah. No, to lie. You should lie. Yeah. Yes. To be dishonest. Yeah. yeah. It's called because fake it till you make it. That's, that's how you get ahead in life. Of course. Seems that way. Seems that way. Anyway. Hashtag politics. That happened. That happened. Somebody asked me what, it, what was All up. All right. And then... And you just said, no, I do a podcast. And do then pod- what? Is she listening to this she, podcast said, right now? Because you told said, her. She said, uh, what do you think of it? Now, before I reveal that answer, we're going to talk about expectations prior to seeing the movie. Now, Tim, you have not seen it. No. But you can still talk about expectations. Yes. Prior to seeing it, because you literally haven't seen it. I, I, I have. I've seen the trailer. Right. I have um, a piece together. Images in my mind that made that movie awesome. Okay. Yes. So your expectation is for an awesome movie. Yeah, I'd say so. And then based and then Chris, what was your expectation based on trailers or everything pre seeing the movie? Uh, well, before I saw the movie, there was a big wave of reviews coming in. Yeah. All painting it very negative. to be terribly terrible, terrible movie. Very negative reviews. So I went in thinking like, okay, I'm not expecting. Much. So I found that it wasn't as Don't bad. Don't reveal what you thought about yet, man. We're talking about expectations. Do I get to talk about my expectations? Sorry, I was just kind of going where the conversation was naturally leading me. You mean you were doing a monologue, Holy bro? Holy cow. I saw the trailer for this Goodness. movie, and I thought, this doesn't look very good. And then the reviews were coming out, and they were saying it was not very good. And I thought, it can't be that. I mean, the worst there's some bad Tom Cruise movies. We've seen them. So that's why I went in. I went so, in thinking... Some of them are legendary. So you went in thinking you're prepared for the worst. I was prepared for a movie that I'm like, I'm not. this movie looks bad. The reviews are saying it's bad, but they're saying it's so bad, it can't be that bad, but I'm still expecting a not good movie. Hmm. How convol- was that properly convoluted? I'd say so. Perfectly clear. So Chris... What did you think of the movie? I'll let you. I'll let you right. uh, finish your sentence. Wasn't as bad as I was expecting. Yes, it is not as bad as people say it not, is. Not even sure. I would say it was bad. I wanted something way better, and I think 
everybody wanted something better. And I, and I think also like the idea that there's this whole unit they're they're going to really roll out this whole universe of the monsters and Tom Cruise is leading the charge with this mummy movie. It kind of really raises the bar of expectation. I, I got I got a question. I, I have question. to bring it. I got a question. Because here's my in my mind, I have seen the movie a thousand times. So I, I, I totally understand this movie. And it's all, of course, made up in my mind. So there you of go. Of course, yeah. The best. Um, all right, the 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 mummy lady, who's a maybe she's a mummy. Animat of a mummy. Animat. I don't know if she's actually, but she does have two pupils in each eye. I think at this point, you want to know what this movie's about, don't you? I don't know if I want to know what it's about because I do want to see it. Well. You're Are we gonna, gonna, you're gonna, I, I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to learn everything about it, and that's oh. great. That's great. I Tim, want to. I, I, I welcome that. Tim, you're the about time to, learn. to voice these concerns is long past, sir. You're Wait, what, to, are we talking about the movie? Oh. Are you going to reveal things about the movie? We are about to enter a little segment we call Plot Recap Battle. I open up the paper. There's a story of an actor. <laughs> is that new? We did it last time. Did you do it last yeah. time? <laughs> <laughs> so this is <laughs> nice. So this is plot recap battle. Uh, I realized I didn't say what I thought of the movie. It's not as bad as everybody says it is. But uh, the more we talk about it, the more this movie is a mummy and that it unravels and turns to dust. <laughs> wow. Yes. Yeah, man. I come up with metaphors. Plot recap battle. Here's how it works, Tim. And the listener, if you're not familiar. Chris and I have each prepared in advance a recapitulation of this movie. We will present these recaps to you, Tim, our guest. You, using whatever criteria you choose, will determine who is the recaptain, a.k.a. the winner, and who is the loser and is therefore recapitated. Oh, I see what you did with the words. (laughs) I see that. So that's pretty clever. Thank you. Uh, some of that that was Drew Gill that came up with uh, recapitated, correct? Yes. <laughs> uh, I always like to check the last episode to see who went first, so we can alternate. Okay. So with Jack Reacher, never go back. I went first. Okay. So with the Mummy, Chris, you will start us off. Okay. Do you have to do prep. Are you prepping? I'm do a little bit All of prep right. here. While Chris does a little bit of prep, Tim, mm-hmm. uh, do you have any thoughts on how you're going to approach this? Do you, uh, you, maybe you don't have to say. We'll ask you to afterwards what your criteria was, but if you want to talk about what, you're, what you might be uh, prepping for mentally. Um, mentally, I want, I want to know, I want to at least get a feeling of uh, the action. All see right. how, that's, how that goes across. Because in my mind, and this is the beautiful thing, right, when you, when you see a commercial or a trailer on the internet and you're like trying to associate it with other movies in that genre. Sure. And if it breaks the role or not. Right. So is it a horror movie? Is it an action movie? Mm. It seemed like it goes to a horror movie esque kind of thing, but is it now all the other ones were action movies. Yeah. That's a, that's a fair point. And I realize we haven't even discussed, uh, what we think about mummies in general. We can get to that after we, we do this recap battle. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll put a pin in that, as they say. Are you ready, Christopher? I am ready. I've had it.
Soldier of Fortune Nick Morton, played by Tom Cruise, unwittingly frees an evil ancient Egyptian princess mummy, leaving him cursed. Now the mummy, who had made a pact with the god of death, is determined to stab Nick with a magic knife that will allow the god of death to take possession of Nick's body. Nick does not want the mummy to stab him with the magic knife. Nick wants to break the mummy's curse. Then Dr. Jekyll captures the mummy and tells Nick he knows how to break the curse. Dr. Jekyll's plan is to stab Nick with the magic knife that will allow the god of death to take possession of Nick's body. Nick does not want Dr. Jekyll to stab him with the magic knife. Nick wants to break the mummy's curse. Then Dr. Jekyll admits the curse can't really be broken, believing there is no choice but to allow the course... Course? No choice but to allow the curse to run its full course... Dr. Jekyll wants to be on hand to destroy Nick's body the moment Nick is possessed by the god of death. This way, Dr. Jekyll can instantly rid the world of the god of death before the god of death can unleash devastation. But Nick still doesn't want Dr. Jekyll to stab him with the magic knife. Then Dr. Jekyll goes through a startling physical metamorphosis. A man who looks like Russell Crowe is transformed into a slightly discolored-looking Russell Crowe called Mr. Hyde and attacks Nick. Nick stabs Mr. Hyde with some drugs, causing Mr. Hyde to transform back into Dr. Jekyll, and Nick runs away. The mummy escapes and runs after Nick, determined to stab Nick with the magic knife. Aware he is no physical match for the superhumanly powerful mummy, Nick cleverly distracts the mummy with a hot makeout session, at which point Nick grabs the magic knife. Nick stabs himself with the magic knife, allowing the god of death to possess his body. But then Nick wrestles back control of his own body to become Nick with god of death powers. God of death Nick uses his god of death powers to kill the mummy. The end. That's great. That's great. That was uh, that was that was, great. That was wonderful. I don't want to say too much else because I need to do mine. So I'll comment on yours. After I hope I, read I hope you were able to follow the story in its summarization. Period. All right. Here we go. I, I there are things I want to say, but I will not say them until I'm done, and until judgment has been levied. I do not have music. I'm just going to to read my prepared statement. A recap of The Mummy by Greg Schneebel. Tom Cruise plays Nick Morton, some kind of soldier of fortune, who with Chris, played by Jake Johnson, who plays Nick on TV's New Girl, finds the ancient burial site of an evil lady mummy, Amanet. They see dollar signs, but the pretty blonde British lady archaeologist, Jenny, ain't about the money and wants to know if the legends of Anamet are true. But that Nick, he's a shoot-first, ask-questions-later kind of guy, and as a result, new girl Nick gets bitten by lots of spiders. Those spiders make him a murder-zombie man on their flight to England until Nick Morton kills him. But then a bunch of ravens cause the, place to, the plane to crash, and everyone dies except Jenny because Nick Morton gave her the last parachute. Nick Morton, dead and in a body bag, wakes up alive and in that body bag. Now with bonus visions of Amanet, who's hot for his bod, and new girl Nick, who offers sarcastic advice and commentary. 
Meanwhile, Amanet's out of her sarcophagus and sucking the life out of people, turning them into mummy zombie people to restore her double iris eyes and lady form. Now, Jenny is part of a larger organization led by Henry Jekyll, who keeps watch over the monsters of the world, including Jekyll himself, who will become the evil monster Mr. Hyde if he doesn't inject himself with six or so vials of serum at not entirely clear intervals. Evil mummy woman is caught. That's Amanet. I can't remember how. And Jekyll's pumping her full of mercury to put her back in her mummy state with plans to kill the cursed Nick Morton. Jenny, she thinks uh, Nick's a good guy and on account, of, on account of that he gave her the last parachute. So she doesn't want him dead. But Nick admits to her that there was a, he thought there was another parachute. It doesn't matter because Jekyll becomes Mr. Hyde and throws Nick around a bunch. And Amanet breaks out of her prison and starts breaking all the glass in London, turning it into sand. Nick and Jenny uh, and the secret organization survive that and chase evil mummy woman to her underground lair where Jenny drowns and Nick Morton kills Amanet, taking on the curse in full or something. I can't remember. He gets those double iris eyes, which somehow brings not just Jenny back to life, but new girl Nick as well, because the movie ends with Nick and new girl Nick on horses in the desert riding off as Dr. Jekyll explains via voiceover how they'll continue their job of keeping track of and containing monsters, including the now monstered Nick. The end. Mm. Yeah. So you, you didn't Tim. you didn't talk about a knife. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you said something real I real. felt I felt like the knife was key. Uh, you you kinda hinted towards a knife. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was subtle. I don't want to say anything until judgment is levied. So I'm gonna, we're gonna let Tim. Uh, you can talk through your thinking. I like what you're doing so far. I I like you used you used the, a combination of of two words I never even thought of. You said a zombie mummy. Yeah, and I'm like, what is a zombie mummy? <laughs> Because I've seen The Walking Dead, you know, I've seen zombie movies before, and I've seen mummy <laughs> movies before, and I'm wondering, can they have sex and have a baby? Oh, and make a zombie mummy? Huh? An interracial baby? An interracial baby? In this in this world of Donald Trump, in this world of intermonstral baby, building walls. Zombies are a race, and They're mummies a are a different. And mummies are a different race. I'd also say zombies are a monster, and mummies are a monster. Yeah, but different races of monsters. They're different yeah. races. One's all about. It's all, look, it's all political. I yeah, it is political. You can't say intermonstral. That's a pretty good word that I made up. That is pretty good. Yeah, that props is to good. you. Thank and, you. And and because of that, it your your description sounds really good. Your recap sounds. Really good. But <laughs> oh, this is good. This is but poster. knives, man. <laughs> it was something about stabbing with the knife a lot repeatedly. A magic. I don't knife know. Ma- a magical knife is almost uh, sexual. <laughs> in, in, in a small in a small you know magical way yeah so I'm gonna say that Chris you took the show with that Chris you are the recapted yes I, I am uh, dutifully recapitated and I can certainly I'm... say I didn't understand a lot of what you said <laughs> who Greg or me <laughs> Chris you didn't it was, it was all over I understood <laughs> something I have no idea what this movie was about based on what you said but it sounded great. It's <laughs> amazing. It sounded great. I know it was a knife. The second Chris mentioned that knife, I thought, oh, yeah, that knife. 
I'm sure that knife played a big role. It was huge. The entire thing hinged on the knife and this jewel that was on the end of the knife. Yeah. Those that, two pieces. That's where the magic came from. Yeah, the jewel. But he had to stab himself to I forgot the entire premise. It sounded great. I was so caught up in little tiny things that I've been thinking about since the movie. I didn't even mention other characters except you for Mr. Hyde. No, I, <laughs> I learned very little about this movie. But from, now, from now, yours, but it was great. Two recaps together. Does it give you a, a full picture? It does. It yeah, does. So we we kind of nailed it. Nailed it. I walked away with a knife, a, a zombie mommy, and two people riding off on horseback. It's <laughs> pretty much the movie. Yeah. So here's here's why I thought zombie mommy, because it regular people that she like puts her mouth on them and sucks their life out, so they start wandering around like zom- zombies, but then they get like poofed, like mummies. Like when they get so they're, shot. they're not after brains or, no, or they don't want just flush. Like, they're, they're just, just kind of following like, her orders. Is it is it established lore that mummies get poofed? I don't know. Okay. No. <laughs> well, you said you said it as Did if they get poofed in the Brandon Fraser movies. Yeah, they do get they get yeah they they turn into back to sand. Yeah. Right. They go poofed. They get poofed. Okay. But then that's again, different because those zombies like they're they're hundreds and hundreds of years old. Right. But on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the Draculas got poofed also. They did, and they could just literally turn like two days ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they yeah. just go poof. And they go poof. So, now that we know that, I want to talk a little bit about monsters before we go to break. Where are mummies in your hierarchy of monster, uh, your, your, your monster joys? You got your, you got your mummies. You got your Draculas. You got your Frankensteins. And we know it's the monster, the creature. You got your Wolfmans. And you got your, your uh, lagoon, lagoon monsters. I'll tell you the best thing about a mummy. Head-to-toe bandages. <laughs> Walk it around with your arms out, <laughs> reaching out. Right, right. Never needing toilet paper. They don't, they don't put that in modern mummy movies. No. No. They, we didn't see it in this one. It's like the first diaper. I don't think we saw it in the Brandon Fraser movies. I don't think Brandon Fraser has those kinds of mummies. Now, that said, Frankenstein also likes to walk with both his hands straight out. Yeah, it's classic monster <laughs> gesturing. <laughs> yeah, and I believe Dracula sometimes walks with his hands out like... In that claw formation, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, oh, and he comes at you like this. A, a zombie has been known to reach once or twice. Zombies are full arms out. That's how they're trying to get at you. The only one who's not arms out, well, there's two, I guess. I don't know what the creature does, the lagoon creature. He's a lurker. So his hands are in. Yeah, he's more lurking around. And then and then the best monster of them all, the wolfman. Wolfman, you don't know what he's going to do with those hands. Where, those hands are going to be anywhere, like yeah, an MMA right. fighter. Yeah, or a pervert. Yeah, he's, he's oh, probably right. scratching himself and touching himself and then touches you. Yeah. That's, that's, that's Wolfman's a bit disgusting. of a pervert. If you watch the Wolfman movie, he's uh, he would be accused of harassment straight up, possibly stalking. Is I it, should watch that again. It's pretty good. It's been years. It's good. It's been years. I would say Mummy's on my level of uh, of the five. Of monster, monsterdom is, is pretty low. Pretty low. Do they make five, fifth? Wait, there's six. There's six monsters of the six. Where does it? What? What do you rank mummies? Uh, just I, I put the uh, lagoon thing at the lowest. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> whatever that dude's called. Whatever he has a name. The mummies is pretty the down there. The only time mummies got really cool is when I read other stories about mummies and they can have like they could curse you with a disease or something like that. When just walking into the room, everything kind of wilters because they're so old and decrepit and they're just like. They're, they are they possibly cursed, and they're just spewing that all over the place. You got flies and bugs coming out, out of the woodwork. Sure. That's pretty cool. But they're still 
I don't picture them as being tough. <laughs> you know, because they're old. They're old. <laughs> yeah. They're just they're they're being held together with bandages. Yeah, exactly the bandages. I don't never. I don't see them doing ninja moves. And well, this, in, the, now, in, the, in the movies, they now they're doing right. ninja moves. Yeah, everybody does ninja. Moves. Yeah, everybody's got ninja moves. Yeah, somehow they just born, reborn, with the martial arts. Or they, of, I don't think of I ancient think, China. But isn't that the bit? A mummy is not reborn. They're just like they are like a zombie. They're dead. Well, they've been mummified. That's it. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so when they come back to life, they're still pretty well. Uh, they're like, hey, I remember. I think I remember what was going on. Now that when Aminette comes back, she's pretty <laughs> withered, and then she sucks the life force That's and true. becomes like a, a pretty lady again. She's yeah, yeah. Because the thing is, in order to get that res- restoration, you got suck face. They gotta. <laughs> well, no, they need to start her out as being decrepit. Yeah. In order to have like you what, can see because there was for for a while she had like half a nose. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, just get one more person, please. Yeah. Just fill in that nose. <laughs> Did she, she did she stay in? Did she stay like looking like a monster? Or did she decide to put on a shirt and some pants? No, no. She always has the the wrappings. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah. Well, she has stuff like. Why don't they ever also, decide to get a but shirt she's not and like, some pants? But she's not wrapped up like around her face. Like she's wrapped like of course just above her boo, mm. some on her arms. It's kind of like a like a body stocking. But even like all right, if you think about it, like way back in uh, one billion BC right sure. when, when they're mummy running time. around you're talking about in mummy times in mummy times yeah. when everybody was like oh there's a mummy just walking down the street <laughs> and you say his name is Frank you say hey he says yeah. he says oh back that'd be great if that's where mummies came from it's just like that was just the way people would would walk yeah, no, around yeah. that person died <laughs> like oh that's a mummy that's a mummy right so but before they were they had fashion and then they took the clothes off and they wrapped them up with bandages yeah. but when you come back don't you want some fashion don't you want to wear like a nice shirt with some that, some cr- that headdress? That you know, like get you some headdress? LeBron James sneakers. You know, you heard about him. He's a Wait, good oh, ball so player, saying, so you want to get some shoes. So you're saying Mummy comes back, wants Jordans, doesn't want to put on the old King yeah. Cut headdress. Yeah, he wants the latest. They, they died wearing the latest stuff. Then they got wrapped. They took it off and got wrapped up. Why did they come back and wear some? So, okay, let's say at least some let's, crisscross. Let's, you know, let's like, run this hypothetical. We've let's say we die. Let's yeah. say we're, we were we were we died in 1976, and we come back in 1992, right? Would you want to wear like a big collared shirt and dress like you're in the 70s, or would you want to wear uh, your clothes backwards like crisscross or overalls with one latch undone like the 90s? No, we gotta take that back. We gotta take it back real quick. We died in 1970s. We had on bell bottoms. We and then something happened. Oh, yeah, and they wrapped right? us in a in bunch band. of guys. They came over. They sacrificed us. They took all our clothes off and yeah. they wrapped us with uh, seaweed. Yeah. So now you're back. It's 1992. Yeah. You're back. Yeah. You wake up. You got seaweed all on your balls. <laughs> right. Do you keep the seaweed, or do you say I'm gonna put on? Those bell bottoms again, or am I gonna right? So that's my put question. on those uh, parachute pants. So my question is. Which would you choose, bell bottoms or parachute pants? Parachute pants. So you would go modern. I go modern. Okay, that's, that's what the kids are wearing. What would you do? Chris? I'm hip. Well, I would like to know if ancient Egyptian people would wrap their mummies in seaweed. Is that what they used? No, they used the 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 the, the mummy wraps. No, but we're we're talking about like 1970s. They're they're trying to be pretty conscious. You know, okay. Right? Yeah. So yeah, you so the scenario different. you paint, it's definitely seaweed. Yeah, it is seaweed. Yeah, like yeah. kombu. Yeah. Like a hey, thick, they want your like skin like to a, be nice. Yeah, not like a watery, slick, like a dried seaweed that's sort of like 
Well, like see, a help situation. That makes me think it's not going to feel as good as like classic mummy bandages with the, with the compression might feel nice to be all wrapped up. Um, with seaweed, right. I'd probably want to take a shower before I did put on any clothes. I t- at first, I'd rip off all the seaweed, right? jump in the shower, and then I'd look around. Okay, what is there to wear? So you're not putting the seaweed back on. You're putting on some clothes. Correct. No, I think we've established none of us are going to wear the seaweed. So why do why do the mummies come back and they keep the, the they keep those wrappings? Well, What's see so the wrappings cool about the seaweed. I would keep the wrappings. <laughs> you keep those dusty wrappings. Yeah. Okay. Uh, definitely, I would put a leather jacket on mm. over them. Oh, that's nice. And oh, somebody's some, and put, maybe, somebody's putting a plug into their into their whole thing. What? So you're going to wear the clothes and the wrappings? And not only that, I would be able to unravel my wrappings and then lasso you hey, around hold on. them. Hold put on. You in, put you in something I call the death wrap. If you're going to plug something, we should do that during the break. And I think we should take a break right now. It is time, as we do, to take a break. Chris, you were teasing this with your, with your talk of mummies and leather jackets. Uh, so why don't you talk about, why don't you start us off? We'll talk about the website and everything in a second. Start us off. What are you even talking about with mummies wearing leather jackets? I do. I write and draw a graphic novel series called G-Man. And in G-Man's world, there exists a super team called the Thunder Friends. One of the members of the Thunder Friends is a mummy who wears a leather jacket. And he's super cool. And he's in full bandages all the time. And he can unravel those bandages and wrap them around you. And put you in a death wrap if he wants to, if you cross him. What do you call this guy? name of this guy is Cool Raps. It's a great name. It's a great name. Yeah, you Tim can, Smith is joining us in the break. See, you can see him exclusively hey, in the graphic on. novel G-Man I'm Coming Home. Your plug. Well, Tim, Smith, Tim Smith is joining us in the break. Hey, Tim. Hey, hey, I'm, I'm in the break. You're in the break. You're the, I, th- I really do think Tim's it's the first person to be here. in the break with us. These are the breaks. It's, so, it's beautiful in the break. It's nice in the break, right? It is. It is. It's a whole different area, a whole different spot. It's a break whole room. Call it the break room. I can feel the love. Don't you, jer- don't you dare close your eyes. Don't you dare close your eyes. Never. Don't you jare. I would, I would never jare it. That means don't act like Jared Osborne. <laughs> wow. You plugged a man. Uh, he was a guest on episode Cocktail. Nice. It's a nice. hotly, a hotly uh, a divisive episode. episode. Yeah, divisive. Uh, where do people get G-Man graphic novels and Super Journal books? You can get them on Amazon.com. You can ask your local comic shop to order you one. Any info, go to ChrisGeruso.com. Two R's, two S's in Geruso. Yeah. Or Google search it. Well, if they look up Gmail, they're going to find the FBI. Or Google search. All right. <laughs> Tim, you're in the break with us. Yes. So we don't have to speak on your behalf. Aww. You can speak to what you want people. You are a talented uh, cartoonist, illustrator, creative person. Thank We've you. known you for nearly 20 years. Comic Ooh. book artist. Right? 20 professional young years. Because you started at Marvel in 97 or 98. In turn, seven, ninety-seven. Yeah. So that's twenty years. It is. I know because it, this is two thousand seventeen. We were little boys working oh. at Marvel Comics together. Oh my gosh, little now, boys acting like big boys. Now we're little men. 
Yeah, we're little men acting like stuff. So twenty years later, mm-hmm. what do you what do we got? What do you want to tell people about? Where can they find your work? Your 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 everything. Right now, I am working on a project uh, with a group of fine, talented people um, called Black, and you can find more on that on blacksuperpowers.com. Just spell it straight out: blacksuperpowers.com. Um, and you can find more of my work on ts3art.com. Nice. Are you on social media at all, or do you not play I that? I do the social media, but um, you can go to, you can go all to the website. TS3. Yeah, it's all there. Nice. It's, it's, it's like a hub. Something. It's your TS3 hub. TS3 hub. That's it. But it's ts3art.com. ts3art.com. That's T. The letter T yes. as in Tim. Yes. S. The letter S as in Smith. Yes. Three. The numeral three. Yeah. Is right? It, yeah. The, 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 you find that in any... Number sequence, yes. It comes after two. It comes right after two, before four. Before four. Yep. Because seven, eight, nine. Whew. Right? Classic. It sure did. Five. And art. <laughs> A-R-T. Because that's what I enjoy. I enjoy right. looking at it. I enjoy doing it. That's, as a, as that's a part six of characters in a row. Dot com. <laughs> and you're good at it. You I make pretty be. pictures. I, I can certainly say good running mates to being uh, where I am today has definitely been... Chris and Greg oh, sitting right here. Oh, fantastic shucks. running mates oh. in the game and profession of I remember great content. I remember Tim showing me how to make the uh, uh, the glow effect on a logo one time. I did. At work. Wow. And you're like, no, you select this. You go to here. The select. <laughs> That was that must have been Photoshop. an amazing a great thing. story, Chris. Yeah, that's really great. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're just we're thinking about back in the day. You're really selling how much of a, a great uh, running mate you are in your storytelling skills. I remember Greg telling me to slow it down. That always stays in the back of my head I every do. single time I do anything. Um, and he just gave good advice. Well, on, my uh, advice to you on, would be on, speed on it up. <laughs> and, and now, and now <laughs> I'm trying to speed it up. <laughs> Why would you tell him to slow down? Because. Man. That's everyone's problems are too slow. You gotta get faster. Nobody's terrible fa- advice. Nobody's Quality of terrible running mate. Nope. I am not voting for him as your running mate. Nobody's faster than I Tim. I would Smith. like to be your only running mate. <laughs> Nobody's faster wow. than Tim. Well, Smith. you get it. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna selfishly plug my stuff. I've got my picks book series at Image Comics. You can get those at your local comic shop, your internet outlets, your Amazons, your Barnes and Nobles. You go to IndieBound.org, type it in, type in my name. It'll tell you a local bookstore you can get it at. You, you get, get my bookstore too. You can get digitally on Comixology. Just, just stole his plug a little bit. You can learn more about it at PixComic.com. You can learn, see more about what I'm doing at HatterEntertainment.com, H-A-T-T-E-R, Entertainment.com, which is also where this show lives, HatterEntertainment.com slash cruising. Every episode's there. It's also on iTunes, which we're now supposed to call Apple Podcasts. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. It's new. It's supposed to refer to it as Apple Podcasts. I don't know if it's a separate app or what. I haven't figured this out. I just got an email about it, so I'm trying to be professional. Yeah, keep up. But it's you good. subscribe to it there. Do, do, they, never... do we have to go back and edit all the previous episodes now? Of course we do. Otherwise, we get fined. Okay. We get fined... Uh, 
2% of all the money we've made off of cruising together. Ooh, that's a, that's a lot. You better do it. That's a lot of little. Speaking of, you can donate and support the show. I know we don't put them out with the frequency we used to, but you know, I did actually have to buy some new cables. We took some advice from a very some wise nice man and told us to slow it down. Yeah. Well, it's, that said, American Made is coming in September, which will be three Tom Cruise movies in a calendar year because Jack Reacher Never Go Back came out in October of 2016. So Tom Cruise is cranking these things out. I think he well, how knows. How do you define calendar year? Just 12 months in a yeah. row? You've never heard that expression? I thought a calendar year was like all of a year with the same number as the year. Like 2016 is a calendar year. That might be true. So what is it when you say October? Uh, but I might be wrong. Within well, 12 months. Right? So if it's October, October, that's a calendar year. I thought so. I thought so, too. That's you know, two, but, but you make sense. You also say you school sense. year. I just came up with the phrase, instead of saying that's two against one, how about that's two against you? Has mm. anybody ever said that? Because that's pretty good. I People never said uh, it to me my whole life. <laughs> that's like when I came up with, it's like a dream underwater. You can say that with anything. What if, could you say it about a nightmare in the yeah. sky? Uh, no. All right, I stand corrected. <laughs> Boom. I just hit him with double opposites. What Although, is what this if guy... What if it's raining? Oh. Ooh. Ooh. And, then, and then we're back. Thank you. Thank you very much. We're back, yeah. Oh, I guess the sky is not necessarily the opposite. I guess the desert would be the opposite of water. Oh. Well, now we... Yeah. And we're back on the mummy, but we're not back on the mummy. Um, what, else we, what else have we neglected to mention? Social media. Yeah. At Cruising Show. Is the Twitter account for the for the for this? You can email the show through hatterentertainment.com slash cruising. There's a contact thing, or just type in cruising at hatterentertainment.com, or you can tweet at us individually. I'm Greg Schiegel, G R E G G S C H I G I L. I'm at Chris underscore Jeruso. Double R double S on that Jeruso. Two R's, two S's. Double R, double S. Double A, M, C, O. Two R's, R's and S's for as many irises in a mummy's eyeball. Here's how I know. I don't think we've had somebody in the break with us. Oh, wait. Tracy might have been in the break with us on Rogue, on um, Live, Die, Repeat. That's not what it's called. Edge of Tomorrow. But because we have Tim here, mm. we can actually say thank you, Tim, for being on the show. The second half of this show is great. People haven't heard it yet, but it's great. You're great. I'm sorry it took this long to get you here. I'm happy to be here. This I'm happy delight. to see you guys. You're a delight. That's once again this sh- this show comes through as a way to force our friends that we never get to see <laughs> to hang out. Well, with this us. also makes me think Tim and I need to record a stuff set. Is what we really need to do. Ooh, that's right. Yeah, because that's been, yes. that's been even longer in the yeah, not happening. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, and I'll get a cool like graphic. Yeah. The side shot, yeah. a, ri- a Greg original. That's right. I just forever. Traced photos. I just trace photos. It's all right. It's still uh, it's still your hand. Yeah, no, we'll do it. Be, we're going to do that. Absolutely. We're going to do, maybe when Black wraps up, so we can have a whole like. There you go. A post-mortem. Sure. sure. Done. Sure. All right. Now you know. You have that to look forward to. You have American Made, next Tom Cruise movie. We're going to record that one with a guest to be determined, but we've got some feelers out. That's a possibly very exciting guest. 
We'll say no more in case it doesn't happen. Uh, yeah, I guess we should get back to the show, right, Chris? Let's do it. Woo! All right. We're back. Ready for round two. Good use of the song. It's a mistake they hidden for two thousand years. This isn't a tomb. It's a prison. Nick. He literally shot first. The hieroglyph said she was named. And asked questions later. Chosen to be Egypt's next queen, but her thirst for power led her down a darker path, one that had to be stopped. See, there she's in bandages. Yeah. Forgot for a because split second. Actions, this ancient power has returned. Here come those ravens. Are they ravens or are they crows? Bats. There's some body bags. My name is you Tom Cruise and I'm in a body bag. By what? The zombie taller than Tom. No. The ultimate evil. Right. Legend has it she's a being of unimaginable powers. Now she's using you to regain them. Oh, those eyes. Those eyes going. She will not stop until she has remade our world. That's not, that's not entirely accurate. <laughs> yeah, Russell Crowe is Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Did that happen? Yes. When you said we'll figure this out, that happened? You can't run. Yes. You can't escape. She's got plans for you. The mummy. The mums. That's kind of a hot looking mummy. Yeah, it's a Yo, mommy. mommy. Yo, mommy, you hot. I believe she's going to be in that movie, Atomic Blonde. Oh. She's in that movie. In the, case the, you were the, wondering. The female where, James Bond. Where you were going to find the mummy next. Well. Why come Why come they all got to look attractive? Why can't they look? stay looking grotesque? And why can't, you know, Tom Cruise character, Nick, right? His name's Nick. <laughs> sure is. Why can't he, like, you know, ask her for a, a date? Or, you know, just just switch it up. Instead of, like, trying to hurt her. Oh, no, she, she wants her. him. She wants his bod. Oh, she does. Yeah, but she wants to stab his bod with a magic knife. Oh, of course. The knife. But thing. she wants to stab his bod with a magic knife to make him magic like her so they can be all magic together, right? Isn't that the bit? But the god of death will be the one that she's actually... Oh, uh, she's in, for a in vessel the, in the relationship yeah. with, right? Do you actually see the god of death? No. Oh man, right? I, well, Wait, is it implied at the very beginning? Seth. 
Like they mentioned set. But set is the name. I didn't put that in my in my uh my yeah. recap because I feel like the word set is confusing. Well set it's, is the name of the Egyptian god of death. It's his name, but it's also a word. Sometimes they call him Seth. It doesn't quite jive the same. It's not as evil. That H really softens things out. Steve. <laughs> yeah. Steve, the god of death. But in the very the opening sequence It should when be set the god of death. Just <laughs> drop all the H's. Here's a quick, another quick question before you get into your, whatever you're going to get into. The, the the mommy chick, yeah, does, she, does she talk? Does she? Yeah. She, okay. Does but she in Egyptian? A, oh, okay. She doesn't have an English accent, right? She only speaks like Egyptian. She says English. Egyptian stuff, but then at one point she says something in English. Right. I don't remember. I, I she like doesn't I, have a British accent. Have, okay. Because I think she is French or Brazilian, the actress. The archaeologist has a British accent or Australian. I am not the expert on accents. I can't remember, but it's uh, one of those. It uh, is one of the ones that says "Cheers, mate." I will say, uh, I, got some, I got some real problems with Jenny, the archaeologist, and I feel like this is a this might be the segue into uh, cruise control. Okay. This is a story about control. <laughs> cruise. <laughs> All right, so Cruise Control is a segment on the show where we talk about would that we were in control of this movie, what would we change? Uh, now, this movie is not without problems. As I mentioned before, I think this movie is, is in of itself a mummy. Once you start unraveling it, the whole thing turns to dust. There's some logic things. Things you're like, wait, what? Why did that happen? For example, Tom Cruise wakes up in a body bag and people seem to just be okay with that. <laughs> like, nobody seems to question why that happened. At all. But that's not my cruise control. I can fill in that plot hole. That's not my cruise control. I think, Chris, you might agree with one of these cruise controls based on what happened during the break. The names in this movie are terrible. I would change almost everybody's names almost across the board. I would would start primarily with... With Nick. Yes. Yeah. If you're going to cast... Or cast a different guy as the sidekick. Yeah. Not the guy who's famous for playing a dude named Nick. Yeah. Do you watch the new girl, Tim? I've seen, I've seen commercials. Well, the guy's. Name I've seen is, a couple. I've seen an episode or two. Yeah, yeah. You know the guy, the funny one. Right. That guy's name is Nick, and he playing up as a guy calling himself Nick in this movie. It throws you off. Also, Jenny's a dumb name for an archaeologist. Go Jennifer. She's a grown up. She should be a grown up name. That's um, not saying all the other Jennies out in the world who have real professions. Yeah, I guess. But in this movie, it doesn't work. <laughs> if you're chasing mummies, that may not be the best name. It also bothered me. So that character bothered me the most for a lot of reasons. All kinds of reasons. One of them, dumb name. The other one, uh, real vapid character. Almost across the board. Like first she's mad at Nick because he slept with her but didn't. I don't even know. He stole her map. Yeah, he stole her map. Then when she, Then when she confronted him... He pretended like he didn't even know her. She she stunk. They should, and she, they could they could. I'll say this. I think that was an appropriate reaction to sure. Tom being a douchebag. No, but, but then suddenly she's like, I guess the parachute thing. I don't know. I didn't buy her. I also thought, uh, they this is gonna sound a little social justicey. They could have cast somebody who wasn't a white lady, because there's only one black dude in the movie, and he doesn't make it past Act One. Is he a zombie? 
Uh, no. Not, not a mummy? A no. mummy zombie? He's not even a mummy or a zombie. He just gets shot. He's like the, the angry army guy. Of course. And he gets uh, stabbed. <laughs> with a <the> magic knife. <laughs> no. Not even with a magic knife. No, like a pocket knife. Oh, man. Come on. Well, they are in Egypt. Maybe. No, he dies. He gets stabbed by, uh, by Nick New Miller. Girl Nick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gets stabbed by New Girl Nick. So, okay. wait. The, 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 who's the guy that um, Jackal, Mr. Hyde guy? Oh, Dr. Russell Crowe. Crow. Right. Is that a good character in a movie? Because it looks like he's like, you know, the professor guy. Well, he's got the answers. I'll say this. Should we, should we fold a segment into a segment? No. Well, that'll be a, a Tom, 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 Tom thing. So, no. There's a Russell Crowe thing. I thought it was awesome that they turned him into Mr. Hyde. I did not expect that to happen. I thought they were going to drag that Hyde shit out for years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he went full no. Hyde. They let you know right away. But full Hyde wasn't as impressive oh, not, as no. I was expecting. Full Hyde was very unimpressive. Yeah. He just had, like, bad skin. And oh, then, man. See, I'm thinking he's going to, like, no, no. eye pops out. It was, like, and... it was like Russell Crowe and Edward James almost had a baby. That was Mr. Hyde. Let me, repeat, right. let me repeat a line from my recap. <laughs> please yes, do. Please do. Dr. Jekyll goes through a startling physical metamorphosis. A man who looks like Russell Crowe is transformed into a slightly discolored-looking Russell Crowe. <laughs> now... We've mentioned Russell Crowe more than once, which means we're going to do a segment inside the segment. We knew this. Everybody knew this. If you listen uh, to the show, yeah. you knew this was coming. Tim, you have no idea what's about to happen. I don't. Here we go. Let's do it. Hit it. This ain't no disco. It ain't no country club either. This is Eating Crow. All right, this is Eating Crow, Tim. And are we talking about Russell Crowe? Here's the game. Ready? Oh, my gosh. Here we go. Fate, yes. <laughs> Which... <laughs> Hold on, how did I phrase this? Which Russell Crowe movie would you eat if it was a sandwich? Right? That's the... That's perfectly put. Yes. Which <laughs> Russell Crowe movie... Would you eat if it was a sandwich? If every Russell Crowe movie was a sandwich, was a sandwich. Right, right, right. If there's a sandwich that existed that represented each Russell Crowe movie, I know, that you're you're, I, over, I you're over explaining it. Sure. The question I, is, I, I think, uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna. My favorite one is Gladiator. All right. Give us the proudest and gayest and loudest of crows that you know. I feel like it goes without saying that our answer for now, fourth, and forever will be the mummy, Chris, because it's the sandwich that has Tom Cruise in it. Hmm. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 it's going to have to be. Yeah, I mean, I think we're stuck. Although, I recently saw Nice Guys. I hear that's real good. It's a good nice movie. Guys. Here's a question. And it's also got an additional ingredient of Ryan Gosling in it. Here's a question about the mummy if it was a sandwich. Would it be a wrap and therefore not a sandwich at all? Ooh. Wow. Gluten-free. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are still in cruise control. Chris, what are your cruise controls? All right. So uh, in my recap, I studied the linear, as much as I could, the, the, the linearity of the plot, like what's really happening here. I I don't think there's that many 
problems that can't be explained. So my biggest change I, that I would like to make, where I in control, I, I want to see a full bandaged mummy walking around <laughs> with her arms held out. So like maybe like the first time <laughs> she emerges, then just give her, give me that, give me that visual, right. fully bandaged. You want that Easter egg? Because we saw we saw them bury her fully bandaged. Yeah, I want her to come out. In the same bandages, not dirty bandages, You're still nice about, and white and clean bandages. You want to see her mummified. Because that's a preservation, right? Mummification is a preservation. We, but we did see that. In the Egyptian we nation. Di- we did see that. I want to see that mummy walking, like kind of like yeah. lumbering towards us mummy with, the, with the arms stretched out. All right. Uh, Tim, based on what you know, hmm. if you were in control... What would you change? I got one more, by the way. I just thought of another one. <laughs> I think um, <clears throat> based off of what you guys are talking about, if I know the, the, the film is is on the mummy, but they got little cameos, right? Little Easter eggs of other kinds of monsters. Mostly, mostly Mr. Hyde. Just Mrs. Hyde. <laughs> yeah. right, okay. Well, there's just, two other Easter eggs. We see... Oh, yeah, we see Dracula's skull. We see right? Dracula's skull. We see... Creature from the Black Lagoon's hand. hand. Yeah, that's right. They're in preserved that. in a jar. That's those. Two are, those are two true things. Oh, those are cool. Those are cool. I would say maybe those throw a little more Easter eggs in it. Something yeah. you can really say. Hey, you know what? That's this is all going to be awesome when once it all comes together. You're going to see another movie that possibly could come out, and then you come back to the mummy. Well, to that end, something else I changed, and I just realized something else that made Jenny the Archaeologist terrible. They're on this airplane with the sarcophagus. She's checking it out. Bare hands. I'm pretty sure you put gloves on when you're handling an ancient relic. Keep that stuff preserved, right? I don't know. They had to dig it up. It's like it's like a whole bunch of dudes that got it, had to get it yeah, out the ground. That, that didn't happen. Like They just pulled this well, thing out of a, a, a Here's the thing about Jenny, uh, Jenny the archaeologist. Not so much primarily concerned with archaeology as much as she is, is like, I got to get this back to the secret group of monster and hunting people. And yet somehow people. she was surprised to see Henry Jekyll turn into this monster. Like, is she part of this group or not? Because she didn't seem to understand that. Was I think thing. she understood what was going on. Do you? Yeah. He's like, they knew we got to get out of this room. She runs out. She runs back in because she sees that uh, Tom Cruise Nick is still inside. <laughs> so she's like, oh, we got to get him out of there because he doesn't know what's about to happen. She seemed almost surprised by what was happening? Because didn't he take this th- stuff away from Hyde? She's not, she's not surprised so much as she is, uh, um, sh- like scared. But doesn't Tom Cruise take the vials from Jekyll? Like, tell me what's going on. And wouldn't she say, "No, no, you've got to give those back. This is a dumb ploy." Agree. Yeah, but she doesn't do that. Yeah, no, because. And all right, hold on. I'm going. I'm spinning. One of the things I would have changed. So Tom Cruise gets uh, double irised. And he's in the shadows, right? Like, he's like, oh, don't look at me. I'm hideous. I'm a monster now. I have to leave. Then we see him again. There's nothing monstrous about him. He's just all in, yeah. a, in, a, in desert gear. Yeah, yeah. He's so, got, because he, now he's uh, now he's Nick with God of Death powers. Yeah, but he's he in the driver's seat. Like, why have him all shadow? We already saw he's got the eyes. I don't know. Stupid. Oh. Sure. And if Dr. Jekyll is so almost, smart. It's if, almost like. If Dr. Jekyll is so smart. And he has to put those six vials and make that little pistol and put it like, in his hand. Why aren't they ready at all times? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why does he got to load that thing seconds before he's about to turn? Or why does he just have it like a Bane setup where it's on his arm and it goes right into his head and he yeah. can just hit a button? Yeah, yeah. Dumb Dr. Jekyll. 
Or why not one big vial instead of six small ones? <laughs> or maybe just make it something you can take a shot of. Yeah. A I was going to say, just like have it take as a, a potion. Just drink, right? Yeah. Like yeah. classic Dr. Jekyll. Drink a potion. Yeah. The original Jekyll. You could put it in a sippy cup. And totally just, just have it at the rate. Does it spill out or anything? It's in his pocket. Yeah. Does it spill? Just you could have one like one of those sports fans' hats, like the beer hats. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> a couple yeah, of straws yeah. hanging down. That's good. Yeah. These are all good points. That's I would, so I'd change that. I'd give him one of those beer hats with the serum in it and one straw always in his mouth. Then he would be a, he would just visually command respect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course he would. <laughs> And then when he becomes Mr. In a, Hyde, in a way that like, it becomes like a beanie because his head gets so big. <laughs> Are you now entertained? Bingo. So Glad somebody was it. telling me today, see, because I was disappointed that he didn't go like full monster. He just barely, he barely physical changed. Oh, uh, Mr. Hyde? Yeah. Yeah. But somebody was telling me in literature, that character, he doesn't, he doesn't turn into like full monster. Like he, in the beginning, he kind of just turns into like a small monster. And then the more and more evil he gets as time goes on, then that monster form evolves. Yeah, I mean, the book, in, in from what I remember. Now, when I say the book, I mean the Classics Illustrated comic adaptation of The Strange Case of Dr. Okay. Jacob Mr. Hyde. Of course. Uh, they drew them slightly differently, but he wasn't like a big hulking monster. He just became like a, like a sort of, like if any one of us sort of hunched over and messed up our hair and our teeth got jacked. Like that was... The kind of transformation that happened. Okay. All right. So then, why did I get this idea that he would turn into like Probably a monster? From the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I never yeah, saw he was that giant. Movie. He turned like yeah. to the Hulk. Or the Hulk he was villain. leaping on a roof. Mr. Hyde. Okay. Or is he a daredevil villain? He is a daredevil villain. Okay. The Hulk basically is Dr. Jekyll and Hyde combined with Frankenstein. That's what happened in my head. Yep. Hmm. That's what happened there. Yeah. I thought, oh. The other thing I would change is uh, 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 Jenny or Tom Cruise Nick or uh, New Girl Nick. One of them should have been dead at the end of this movie, if not all three of them. But one of them should have been dead. Well, all three of them are alive is stupid. But what state of life do they now lead? Are they fully restored or are they in a way cursed? I don't know, but let me ask you this, Chris. Does it concern you in any capacity? That a mummy could do this to one of us at no. any time? No. Does it concern you of in any capacity that the fact that Tom Cruise's character does not die at the end of this movie means we're going to have to see every one of these dark <laughs> universe movies because he might appear cameos at every single one of them? Well, we could just wait and find out until after the fact if he definitely is or not. Well, yeah, no, of course. To... Of co- yeah, no, look. <laughs> if he's not advertised, we're going to wait and see. Uh, but I'm saying there's, that now that's a, 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 it's like a... Uh, yeah. What's that Ed Ground Poe thing with the thing that swings above? It almost sounds, Greg, like you're saying more episodes of this show is a bad thing. No, no. That sounds, but what's the thing in the Ed Ground Poe? Metronome? The pit and the pendulum. Yeah. Pendulum? Yeah. Pendulum drone? Yeah. yeah. Terror drone. I'm going to say this. I would like to see more movies to make more episodes. American Made is coming in September. But I want that, that to be. That looks good. I want, it does look good. I want that to be good movies. Not monster movies I might not see well, otherwise. Hey, we could we can spin that into gold every time, so it well, doesn't that's matter. True. We're a couple of uh, Rumpelstiltskins over here. Nice. Uh, any other cruise? Any other cruise controls? Or should we get out of here? 
Tim? Um, oh, I, ha- I have none. I have one. Okay, so instead of like the double irises, yeah, why don't just go three? Especially with TS three in the room. Yeah. Here's the magic number. They, all ex- they still have all that extra room on the inside That's corner true. of the eye. It should just do one all like irises. One more small just iris and just like squeeze it in there. <laughs> it's a fair point. Second movie. That's cruise control. Uh, and to every negative, there is a positive on a battery. They have those two sides. It stands to reason. We should talk about the stuff we like. That's called Top Toms. You want to ask Tim the question about that song? Tim, you know why we play that song? Why do you play the song? The name of that group. It's the Tom 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 Tom. See? Now it all clicks. See? That's a good song. (laughs) I remember the video to that. It was all like so training. (laughs) There you go. It's like all like weird colors and stuff floating around. Now, immediately what springs to my mind now is the classic fully bandaged mummy in the Soul Train line. How awesome does that look? Throw a leather jacket on that guy. (laughs) And he does a robot. Gold. You are all about... Cool raps. Now, here's a question about yes. about the mummy, about what I think probably would be cool if you don't even try to, like, think about it, the action. The action looks like it was over the top. It looked, it looked, looked like Mission Impossible kind of stuff. Well, so I'm glad you bring that up because one of my top toms, so top toms is our favorite Tom Cruise moment in the movie. And this actually isn't a top tom because it's a top thing in the movie. So I'm breaking the rule a little, but I'll come to a top tom in a second. The whole bit where she says, like, sands of Egypt come to me and all the glass starts turning into sand, that was a good bit of business. That was, that was cool. That scene You've seen in the trailer running around, mm-hmm. there's sand everywhere. That's all glass shattering and turning into sand. And turning into sand, so he's yeah. bringing – Egypt's been there the whole time. But it's just like, you know, it's that you know, glass you, you melt sand. You melt and, to, yeah. Like, it was cool to see. I thought that was a neat thing. Reminds me of Batman solving the riddle of the Sphinx in the Super Friends. Uh, you, you, I, uh, uh, uh. The answer to the riddle <laughs> is sand. That's right. Oh, oh, oh. I'm not even going to tell you the riddle. Oh. Let's just keep moving forward. Let's forget I said anything. I think anything. we talked about it in an episode. I think we did. Yeah. All right. I'm looking through my notes to remember what my top Tom was. All right, I'll tell everything. you my top Tom then Please while do. you do that. It's the scenes. It's it's kind of two scenes, but it's kind of one. It's one becomes two. Just like, wait when, when him to become one like the Spice Girls. Yes. Okay. When Tom and Russell Crowe are talking, that's you mean the, Nick and Jekyll. Correct. Okay. I yeah, feel like that that's Nick, such a bad. It's terrible. But I, that's I think my favorite. That's where it feels like the most like Tom Cruisiest. No, no, I, I don't remember the, what's. Oh, just when they're they're going back and forth. Well, like any any conversation forth. they had. And uh, well, so specifically. Once it's finally revealed what Russell Crowe is planning, or Doctor Jekyll is suggesting, like, oh yeah, so we're gonna we gotta kill Tom Cruise, and, and Tom's going, wait, you're gonna you're gonna stab me with that? You're gonna that's your plan? That's your plan? Right. You sound yeah. just like him. Thanks. I thought it was. Thanks. I thought he was in the room. Thought he walked in. It's just me. Um, um, and and it's very it's very it's a scene where. Because you were asking how is, to- how is Russell Crowe in the movie. Mm. 
and I'll say Tom Cruise is 100% Tom Cruise in this movie. Russell Crowe is playing a character in this. Like, he plays a guy that's not like every other Tom, every other Russell Crowe character I've seen. Wait, what? I've, like, when Russell Crowe. I Crow guess I is, need to see it. When to, Russell Crowe is being Dr. Jekyll, I don't feel like, oh, he's all being Russell Crowe right now. But every time Nick does something, you're like, yeah, it's, it's Tom Cruise. I'm, I'm watching Tom Cruise again, doing the Tom Cruise thing, being Tom Cruise. But I didn't feel like, oh, that's the gladiator when Dr. Jekyll was talking to him. I didn't feel like, well, oh, that's, that's, the, that, that's, the guy, that's the guy that broke uh, uh, the beautiful mind. The broke beautiful mind. <laughs> Any of that. Talking about the Cinderella man. That's the guy that uh, threw the uppercut. And well, there's a reason people talk about Russell Crowe as being a, a really great actor. Because it's he's a good actor? Yeah. Well, so that, that's kind now, of what... I think Tom Cruise is also a very good actor. It's why we do this. I feel like this was him basically doing a, a different take on Ethan Hunt. A less... Uh, a less uh, uh, well, he's kind of a bad guy. Yeah. He's a morally compromised guy. Yes. I found my note. This is what it says. Maybe you can help me out since you saw the movie more recently. It says... Top hyphen TC explaining no scratch. Does that ring any bells? TC Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise explaining no scratch. Oh, <laughs> he doesn't want to get hit in the face at some point. Is that it, or is it like somebody saying like you have no scratches on you? How did that happen? He sort of like gives a shrug. That's what I'm sort of remembering. Well, is there a part where they're in the car and he's like not in the face? Like he he doesn't want to get hit in the face. I or think something? that's a dream you had about your about your face. Yes. I think after the plane crash, they're like, how did you survive that plane crash with a scratch on you? I think he just like shrugs. I think I, wrote, I think that was my note. Okay. And then I was looking at my notes and I remembered another uh, cruise control, but I'm not going to go back into it. But when they're swimming on the water, I'm like, Tom, kick your shoes off, bro. You can't swim with those kinds of shoes. Well, he's not going very fast. That's what I'm saying. Kick your shoes off. You get a little more. Well, that, that's more of a note. But he needs the shoes when he gets out. He's going to get out of water. What's he going to do? He's out of that water. How's he going to run like Tom yeah, Cruise? He's going to run. At that point, he'd already shoes. did all his running, and it was great running. The running was real good. Those mummies look pretty scary when they're, like, trying to swim in the water. Since when do mummies swim? They're, they're from the desert. Yeah, you think they just get, like, that's, like, made of sand. They get water all the time. But again, are mud. Th- those aren't real mummies. Maybe they're magic sand. You guys remember magic sand? Oh, that's great stuff. I think mummies are magic sand. That stuff stayed moist. Yeah, it comes up out of the water. It's dry again. You yeah. can manipulate it underwater. Oh yeah, that's sand. I thought you were yeah. talking about the other sand. You can keep, you can shape. No, the magic sand. Yeah, magic yeah, yeah. sand. I know, I know what you're talking you about. You like make stacks yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And, and then hold it, its shape. Then you scoop it up, and it's sand. That sand hated water. That sand hated water. It loved and hated it at the same magic time. Magic sand, uh, invented and marketed by a mummy CEO. Is that right? Hmm. Sounds I, right. I did not know that. Those mummies swimming underwater look look scary, but that to me, I was like, "Wow, the mummies can swim." That looked yeah. By crazy. that point, the movie's pretty well established. Uh, uh, it's an I don't know how many movie, times I got to say this? Movie. Not yeah. mummies. What? Those weren't mummies. Oh yeah, they were the mummy zombie people. Those were the people. The people. Oh, those were recent people sucked people their turned, life uh, out of them and then reanimated them. Yeah, the zombie mummy people. So yeah. they had some summer camp knowledge of swimming, right. embedded in their. In their yeah, DNA. Yeah. In their DNA. That's true. They weren't to, sand okay. uh, rappers. Okay. They were human zombie men, mummies. That, human that, zombie mummies. That remembered some motor skills of talents. That's why they were zombie-like, because they were transformed humans, but they were transformed into mummy-quality 
zombie people. <laughs> All right. I buy it. I think the problem is this is one of those movies where there's nothing in it that's like amazing. There's nothing in it that's so terrible that finding right. the top Tom becomes difficult. And, and that's, I think, the inherent flaw with the whole movie is that yes. you want something just something. like, oh, that was so and amazing. Really, and, those, and the best they do is that double iris trick. The double iris trick, the which glass turning to sand. Which, honestly, I didn't find that satisfying. I mean, I think it should be three. Well, yeah. I mean, you're I'm gonna saying, go if you're gonna go that far, you might as well go all the way. And again, I thought the coolest bit of business was the glass turning into sand. That's the neatest set piece, if you will. Is that when the face of the sand comes up through the through the city? Did that even happen? Or is that just in I the saw it, it, in the it did happen for okay. like a split second, which I think that happened in the Brandon Fraser movie too. Yeah, I was gonna say that's yeah. where it looked like a throwback to that. It would have been nice to see Brandon Fraser show up at least do that clap one more time. Yeah, <laughs> that Golden Globes <laughs> clap. You ever see that Golden Globes clap? No. (laughs) All right. Will you guys talk? I'm going to find this so Tim can see it. I saw X-Men with Apocalypse. He was also of the Egyptian time. Yeah. Was he in the movie? (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't, but that brings up, was he a mummy? Apocalypse? Yeah. Was he mummified, or was he just held prisoner and stayed alive all that time? I think he falls to the category of zombie mummy, then, if that's the case. If that is the case. What was his uh, 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 what's his mutant power? I know he's like sur- the survival. He just, they just he takes other people's powers. That's Apocalypse's power. I, I'm. It's not clear to me in the movie because he just kept he would drain the strongest mutant power and then he would have that power. So he wanted Xavier's power. Wasn't he trying so he can to control the world? Wasn't he trying to transfer at the beginning of the movie? Wasn't he trying to transfer himself into somebody else's body? Wasn't that, that yeah, and, and by doing so, his essence would take on that person's power, plus have all the previous powers of the people he took. Yeah. I lost track of that because I found this video. Down, hard to pass okay, okay. here we go. Here we go. So I'm going to get Tim back to this. Brendan Fraser at the Golden Globes. You remember this? Yeah. So we got, who's that, De Niro uh, talking? On. Is Robert De Niro talking? Uh, what happened? Hold on. Psh, technology, man. Seriously. In the future, we're going to have computers everywhere. Okay, here we go. I can see it like that. What would you, wh- how did you search for this clip? How would the viewers find this clip? I just typed in Brendan Fraser Golden Globes. Side down, hard to pass up. Hey, Marty. (laughs) (laughs) Marty. (laughs) Yes. For those that can't see the clip. Yes, please describe it. I'm going to do the best I can to describe the 1.5 seconds of his actions. He laughs. There's some hand gestures. He smacks his hands and moves them upward in such a way where it looks like his body lost control of itself. (laughs) It looks like he's having a grand spanking time. He's having a blast. It looks like happiness. It looks like he killed a mosquito and threw its carcass aside. Yes, and, and joyful glee. That's exactly Why it. didn't, did he even have a cameo in the movie? He should have had a cameo. No, in the he movie. did not. He should have had at least and neither, uh, his, and neither his did picture Boris, on a wall. Neither did Boris Karloff, for that matter. 
man. What about in in the Mummy movies? They Pretty had that sure. real Mummy's hot really librarian too. Wait, the original Mummy movie, what? They had that hot librarian that he kind of gets with. Rachel Weiss. She seems pretty cute. She wouldn't show up either. Okay. They had this blonde lady running around. Who was because born. she was in that movie and she was like fighting and stuff. You know, she had ninja moves. Yeah, this this uh, Jenny doesn't have ninja moves. No, gen- no none. No ninja moves at right? all. She didn't have any ninja moves, right? Nope. A lot of running away. Okay, you know, that's kind of real. I respect that. She could have ninja moves. I yeah, respect that though. Everybody can't have. Jenny ninja was the worst. Moves. Jenny was the worst thing in this movie. Okay, well I guess I got to see it. She should have had ninja moves. The mummy, lady mummy, had moves. Yeah, she I know she trailer, had She's swinging around. Yeah, she's all over the place. On chains I and stuff. Like to know, How's that like, even possible? I feel like we didn't get any of the mummy's personality at all. It's like she was just a monster. <laughs> <laughs> That's Top Tom's. Yeah. I came up with one more. No. One no, more what? Nothing. We don't have to go into the segment. Just what is it? So she's obsessed with Tom Cruise the whole movie. Like, yeah. she's trying to track him down. Would have been nice if they just cut to like a scene, like maybe a montage of her going to HatterEntertainment.com slash cruising and streaming our podcast. <laughs> to get to why she's so into it? Yeah. it's a good point. <laughs> That's a good point. Or just downloading them off of iTunes automatically. So we already covered all this in the break, man. Quick question. Yeah. The movie takes place in what time? Modern day. Modern day cell phones. I don't know that we ever see anybody with a cell phone, but yeah. They're it would be cell phones. There yeah. would be cell phones. But the mummy wouldn't have one. Right. I mean, she just, she didn't, there wasn't really a moment in the movie where she had any time to yeah, go into to a. To go to like a cricket a, wireless. Yeah. Oh, I see. And sign up. Because she'd go cricket wireless, right? Yeah. I, I feel she would. Yeah. I, I think like at the Egyptian scabbards and stuff. She'd be like, "Oh, I recognize that thing." That yeah. cricket. I, I think she would just go to whatever phone cell phone storefront was playing hip hop music the loudest, <laughs> and then she would walk into that cell phone store. And be like, "I'm compelled do you to think sign a contract with you because I hear that loud hip hop music you're playing outside." Do you think that's a universal thing? I think that's in New York specifically. I don't know, but it works every time. I have like 50 phones now. <laughs> nice. Uh, I want to do another segment that I enjoy, and I think Tim will have fun with it. It's also something called Hanks a Lot. Hanks a Lot. Here's how this one works, Tim. You have to replace anybody in this movie that you have not seen with Tom Hanks. What part do you give to Tom Hanks? <laughs> I was going to say the mummy, but that wouldn't be it. <laughs> I would be that wouldn't be cool. I I would definitely I would easily say uh Crow's part. Yeah. Jekyll? Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty safe bet. It's a safe bet. But uh, and I I I I think my favorite Tom Cruise uh not Tom Cruise um Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks movie is uh Saving Private Ryan. Well, save I that enjoy that movie. We're going to do another round of of Hanks a lot in a second. Yeah. That that may come into play. Now, Henry Jekyll is seeming the most obvious, and I grant you that. Hmm. But I kind of I think it'd be fun if Tom Hanks played uh, the the lab tech that gets the bug in his ear that lets the mummy out of her of her chamber. <laughs> it's like a weird cameo for no reason. You got anything, Chris? I would say uh, the 
Jake Johnson's part. That would be good as Tom Hanks. You're right. Tom and Tom. Tom and Tom. Going back They've and never forth. made a movie together. As far as I know. We've watched them all. Tom Hanks has not shown up. Now, that brings up the second round of this game, which will go like this. Hold on. I got to reset. I, I would say Tom Hanks would have made a good mummy, too. Cause I, I was going to say that. He would have chosen. To put the arms out front? Well, to, yeah, not only that, but he would also stayed in the bandages the whole, from start to finish. He would have committed. His face would be open. You'd see his face. Yeah. And and for and some of the time it would just be like you know his fore from like the bottom of his forehead to his mouth would be exposed and then like later on his hair would be poking out like all crazy, right? And and it would and it would be equally funny. <laughs> here's here's a thought I just I just it just popped in my head. All right, all right, here we go, real here quick. Run right up, take your time. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks in in that what's that movie with uh big? The, no, no, that chocolate like the box of chocolate. Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. <laughs> Plays Forrest Gump in the movie, and there's a character named Jenny in it. Says Jenny all, right, all so the time. Here's what you just did. You just jumped to round two of Hanks a lot. <laughs> Hanks a lot. So here's how this works, Tim. Hanks a lot round two. The game is what Tom Hanks character would you put into this movie? Oh man, I saw the future, and you just did it. I did it, and I think you win. Zizang. <laughs> Yeah, it would totally be that dude for it'd be Forrest Gump. He come in like Jenny and talking to so this Forrest Jenny Gump. Character. Forrest Gump would play Forrest Nick, Gump. Uh, the Tom Cruise part. Nick Morgan. He saved day. That's now, good. Tim, you've unwittingly stole what I do every time we do this version, as I always plug in Forrest Gump. Nice. That's so true. Kudos to you. Okay. Um, now, since you didn't see the movie, I feel compelled to describe one particular scene. Oh, I figured out who my answer is going to be. They're, they, uh, uh, Nick and Jenny wander into some church because they need to see the dead body, make sure that the mummy is dead for some reason. <laughs> Not knowing that he's being called to her by, like, she's he's being manipulated because she wants him to come to her. Right. And then at some point, he winds up on this church altar, pinned down by four reanimated zombie creatures, and. The mummy on top of him. Ooh. And just then, Jenny walks in. <laughs> it's so awkward. <laughs> and, I, I, was, I would find that awkward. And Tom too. Cruise looks at her and goes, Jenny! Yeah, that does and then, it's like, and, then, and then she's just like looking at him like, and he goes, run! That's true. Now, Keep talking. I just saw the light go super yeah. red. Like, yeah. That was way too loud. <laughs> yeah, it was way too loud. Apologies. But not only is it, Forest saying Jenny, and then the run, it's the run Forest run, but it's I like think flipped. That might run, also be, Jenny run. That might also be why the Jenny bothered me so much. Like it's such an iconic name for that, and when you yell it, Jenny um, <laughs> run. My, my pick would be the character Tom Hanks plays in the Lady Killers. Oh, who's kind of like doing like a whole thief, like a, a robbery thing. He would be the. Tom Cruise character, yeah, and he's robbing graves and ro- and uh, relics, and then mm. he gets cursed by the mummy. I don't remember that guy's name, but he's got that whole Colonel Sanders situation going. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I see what you're saying. That's good. That's Hanks a lot. Hanks a lot. What's the one where they had the they had the house that falls apart? 
The Money Pit. It's great. Money Pit. Money Pit is great. So maybe that guy. Yeah. I know we just ended the segment, but maybe that guy. We could keep going. <laughs> is in Iraq. Right. That's where he lives. That's where that house is. <laughs> okay. And then uh, new girl Nick Miller calls yeah. in that airstrike, bombs the heck out of the house. Oh, I see. Right? Destroys yeah. it. Yeah. And That's then she- Shelly Long is like, oh, no. So he's not really replacing somebody as much as it's like, it's it's a cameo. <laughs> it's moving that whole thing into yeah. the, one thing into the other. One thing, one one thing leads to another. One one thing. Right? Yes. Any final thoughts about the movie? My final thought is I still want to see it. Um, I always did want to see it, just, you know, time. Did you always really want to see it? I, I, as soon as I saw the commercial. As soon as I saw the commercial. Because I like horror movies, and I like it looked to me like it was more horror than action. Because it's, when you have those horror movies, you yeah, get but the, the the speed, then you like the speed frame, and then they slow it down so it makes it look like the person's But jerky. now it's very clearly not... Like we've explained it, it's it's barely no, a horror now, movie. Now I know, yes, yes. Barely a horror movie. Almost, I, I, still I, I don't know see if there's it. a single scary moment in it. I don't remember a single scary moment in it. No, I do well. know that I was waiting the whole time for pigeons to show up because it's been my determination that a bad Tom Cruise movie has pigeons in it. Well, their cousins show up a couple exactly. of times. Exactly. I noticed ravens and crows were all over this thing. I'm like, hmm. So it's it's not, you know, it's in the vicinity, but it's not... Lines for Lamb. Shirtless report. Oh, he's shirtless. Fitness, Fitness report. report. He's very fit. He does run. I mean, we all, here's the thing. In the first trailer, it covered every base you need. Yeah. He's in the body bag, shirtless. Technically, in this movie, he's fully, we don't see anything. But he's, he's root to fruit. He's shirtless. Unclothed. Pantless. Yeah. Shoeless. Shoeless Joe. Through and through. Do you see anything other than no. the top? All no. right. You just sort of you just, you just know you he's not wearing pants. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. He definitely runs. Plenty of running. He's fit. He's fit. He got into good shape for this movie. I think he looked better in this movie than he did in um, a Rogue Nation and Jack Reacher Two. This just made me think of uh, a link that we were pointed to from friend of the show, Mike Levin. Yeah. AKA cousin Mike. Yeah. Hey guys, here's a list of all these th- all these examples of Tom Cruise being awesome. Right. One of the things in that list is directly related to the mummy. And that is Jake Johnson saying Tom Cruise trained me personally. I didn't click the link. Well, sorry. then you're going to have to take you know, my word for it. It's always there. For you're going to you. have to take my word for it. I'm sorry listeners that Greg can't verify what I'm saying, but Jake Johnson saying like, "Oh yeah, you know, Everybody's always saying, hey, you know, you should get yourself in shape and no one ever shows you how. But Tom Cruise showed me how. He brought me into his personal gym and he trained me. Isn't that what Jonah Hill said about Brad Pitt after Moneyball? Like Brad Pitt whipped him into shape? I don't know. I don't do a podcast about Jonah Hill or Brad Pitt. Tim, you do a podcast about both of those guys. I'm doing one right now, yes. <laughs> Is it, isn't that the story? Jonah Hill was uh, did that movie Moneyball and Brad Pitt got him into shape? I'm gonna say yes without any knowledge of that at all. I'm gonna I'm gonna run with that. All to- you have to do did that, is did look that, at any all picture of, that, yes. of Jonah Hill ever and say, "Oh yeah, somebody must have trained that guy real hard." Thank you. We'll see you all again. Sleep tight. <laughs>